welcome to the Jackson Cloud. I'm Jim and I'm Casey. I'm Jamie and she's Olivia. Sorry, I I don't know what happened. Bless you. Because <laughs> uh, we are finishing up our story on the period of Jacob's life. No, that was last episode. <laughs> the period? <laughs> the period was last episode. Excuse me. Please rewind for menstruation in our previous episode. In this one, we are wrapping up our period of the Just amount of the word. story. You know, we've had so this many... This segment of... <laughs> so many problems in this first one minute of this presentation we should just start over we won't we won't of the intermittent period no that's the word again <laughs> intermittent segment laban is leaving the story that is what i meant to say excuse everything else that came out of my mouth uh, so laban is leaving the story period you're the worst. God help us. Okay. Okay. I'm going to pray real quick and then we're going to move forward. Amen. All right. Laban tracked down Jacob after he up and left with Jacob's own stuff and at least stole, Rachel stole a little bit of Laban stuff. Laban stuff. You can watch our previous episode for that. We're not going to get all into that again. Um, but in this particular case, uh, Laban had a dream on the way to Jacob in which God said, you will not say anything to Jacob, either good or bad. Uh, so when he arrives there, he's like, I had a dream. I can't say anything good or bad to you. So you can imagine yeah that that part strikes me as interesting like a lot of times our prayers when we're praying for god to do something is like god would you just show up and i don't know prevent whatever's gonna happen from happening paralyze laban if you have make him sick i don't know <laughs> but when god like steps into a scenario in his own way just like here's a dream don't you say anything to him good or bad and then leaves it up to laban if he's gonna honor what he said or not Laban actually does honor it. Uh, Jacob gets really angry at Laban and goes off on him, telling him all the ways in which Laban has cheated him. Uh, and then Laban answers and says, The daughters are my daughters, the children are my children, the flock are my flocks, and all that you see is mine. But what can I do this day for these daughters or for their children whom they have born? Come now, let us make a covenant, you and I. And let it be a witness between you and me so god god so jacob excuse me jacob took a stone and set it up as a pillar which we've seen that happen before yep all throughout genesis they're taking stones or making pillars and usually when they're doing that it's becoming like a sacred space of sorts it's like an altar of sorts usually and jacob said to his kinsmen gather stones and they took stones and made a heap and they ate there by the heap now usually when you make a covenant there's animals involved you remember abraham's covenant with god where animals were chopped in half yeah <laughs> and yes. then uh god walked between them possibly this is one of those covenants because 
they eat after and usually after like a covenant of that like you've you've killed the animals it's like okay now we've done the custom now let's have a meal together um uh so it's possible that they're eating right now after this because they've done a custom that involved animals as well usually when you cut animals in that way it's a way of saying if i go back on my part of the covenant these animals too or just like these animals were cut in half so shall i be cut in half pinky promise i'll break your pinky if you go back on your promise right except much more intense <laughs> yep covenant promise <laughs> i chop your body in half if you go back on your promise and that's the question is it like half this way or is it like half this way either way you die <laughs> no 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 I'm sure Casey can inform us on some made up theory right now as to how you live in one of them he's always got a way to explain pretty much anything he I feels mean, like explaining here he goes half so where would you define half is it half in the torso <laughs> or is it half of your entire height because if it's half of your entire height It'd be closer to, like, near where the legs are, and you could live without your legs. It's true. A lady got hit by a semi outside of my house, and her legs got chopped out, and my friend had to go pick them up and put them in a cooler while I dealt with the pieces of things that were just hanging out that was left and put, what were those called? Tie a belt around it. No, tourniquets. Tourniquets on her legs. Until they told us just take those off. Anyway, she's still alive. Did that actually happen? Hmm. Chopped off like right here. She was like thrown out the window and then a stop sign went through them or something. Thanks for bringing it up, Olivia. Now I'm going to have nightmares all night. I'm going to have nightmares. So anyway, getting that part chopped off, you could still live from. But yeah, because she's still alive. Because straight, straight down the middle, <laughs> it would not work. You could not live. Why, why don't we... <laughs> Why are we talking about this again? I don't because know. you. This you was my for, fault. I did, did this. this. Yes. I did this. All right. Well, just forget it. Um. Anyways, outside of stop signs and chopping. Yeah. Where was I? All right. So there it is. Right. Promise. Gather stones, and they took stones, and made a heap, mm -hmm. and they ate there by the heap. Laban called it. Jagar Sahadutha. <laughs> Anybody else want to take it? Or is it Jaeger? <gasps> is this the first Jaeger? I would, do, I would do Jaeger, yes. Like from Pacific Rim? No. They made a giant robot out of stones? Because that would... No? Okay, all right. No. Laban called it Jaeger Sahadutha. But Jacob called it Galid. You know what's fun about these words? is Yegar Sa'adutha means um, heap of witness and Galid means ready for this heap of witness <laughs> okay they have two different languages here because uh, okay. Laban's kind of got like Aramean and then uh, Jacob and more of the Hebraic so Laban said this heap is a witness between you and me today Therefore, he named it Galid and Mitzpah. And Mitzpah means, Mitzpah means watch post. For he said, the Lord watch between you and me when we are out of one another's sight. If you oppress my daughters, 
Or if you take wives besides my daughters, plural, although no one is with us, see, God is witness between you and me. That was actually commonplace in uh, covenantal ceremonies as well, is what, like in the ancient Near East, when you had a covenant ceremony, you would call upon your deities to be present. Part of the idea was like, if I don't see you do it, still something in the spiritual realm saw you do it. Likewise, if I go back on my promise, I can't like run to my deity for help because he saw me make the promise. He's like, no, I saw you do that. So like it's in their minds, it's like a form of justice. You're when you're having this covenantal ceremony, you're calling on even the spiritual realm to be present and witness it. What? I do have a question. Yeah. He's already taken other wives in the yeah. forms of the servants of the wives. Because that poor other Laban children. forced him to do it nonetheless. <laughs> What? You guys are talking about two different parts of the story. Oh, what are you talking about? No, I'm talking about the He's servants. He's talking about the servants. Oh, the servants. You're talking about. Yeah, Laban is probably lumping them in as his daughters because they're servants of his daughters. And surrogate-wise, they're treated as though they're... Okay. Ancient world is messed up, all right? <laughs> I was just like, he already broke this part because he already yeah, did it. Yeah, so. but he, he's probably considering them as still being in the family. Uh, so if you oppress my daughters, though, so Laban, like, acts of justice here. You're not going to oppress my daughters. You're not going to take other wives outside of them. Uh, even if you do it and I don't see you do it, God sees you do it. So uh, they call on, at least the first time, they're calling on Yahweh. And... That may be because Jacob, like, there's still a little bit of a question. We wonder, is Laban following the one true God or not? We don't know. So is it like a Jacob calls on Yahweh and Laban is calling on whoever it is that he's following? Or are they both calling on the one true God together? Either way, covenant ceremony is there. They eat food. Maybe those foods are also sacrifices in some way since they're expecting spiritual, expecting at least God to be present, right? Uh, and then early in the morning, Laban arose and kissed his grandchildren and his daughters and blessed them. Then Laban departed and turned home. So now he's at least never supposed to cross a boundary. Right. It's the, the first use of a restraining order. <laughs> Biblical Your analogies order. are on fire lately with current world and an ancient world. It's well, the, it's the first use of a restraining order. It really yeah, is. It kind of yeah, it is. Though it's a restraining order in a sense that like you're not supposed to cross a line if you're going to do anything bad to me, right? Right. You can still so cross said, if you're friendly. Yeah. yeah. You will not pass over this heap or this pillar to me to do harm. But I believe, if I remember right, this is the last time we're pretty much going to see Laban. So part of the story right here, and part of the reason we have two languages going on, things like that, is we're starting to tell, like, the, I don't know if origin story is right, but, like, a breaking off. Because now the promises and blessings of God that were on Abraham are being focused, honed into... Jacob as his story continues 
where we're going to move into his descendants. So Laban is exiting out of the picture right here. Uh, and now we're seeing the Arameans and the uh, Hebrews and, and things like that parting. So uh, with that being said, heaps and pillars, witnesses. Restraining orders. Restraining orders. And it sounds weird to us that a rock is a witness, right? But, like, that does happen throughout the Bible here and there. And I don't always fully know what to do with it, but I think we've already seen some reasons. Like, sometimes it's a witness that this was sacred space. I witnessed it. This rock witnessed it. <laughs> and I mean, if all else fails, the rocks will cry out. So Well, yeah, so, and I feel, and I can't think of any passages right offhand, so... Let me know if you think of any. Aren't there passages where, like, like, the earth bears witness or something? Yes. I'm pretty sure the Psalms get yeah. into that. Earth bears witness. Verse. As what came up last time I tried to Google it. John. Well, either way, I'm pretty sure there's these ideas that, like, Humanity can't just, like, get away with stuff because the earth has witnessed it. Like, there's always a witness to what's going on. I may be wrong on that because I didn't research that further before today. So did did they think of, like, rocks as, like, the all-seeing eye? Uh, They didn't think rocks were sentient, if that's where you're going. But I mean, like, they made a pillar as a witness. Well, yeah. But it's like, like... they were, like, making one of their towers so that the all-seeing eye could then... But then it kind of becomes, like, a statue of sorts to remember something as well, right? Right. Like, because later, down the road, uh, you're going to have people like um, Joshua is going to have, like, rocks mean something. And when people see it, it's so you can tell your children the story of what this this pillar, this rock represents from a previous story that they ran into. Uh, and so in this case, you see a pillar, you see some rocks. What does this one mean? Oh, this is the, the great restraining order of old between Laban and Jacob, you know, and you can tell your children about it down the road. You know, that this is the dividing line. You know, that like a very serious promise was made here of peace between people that God witnessed it, that your pet rock witnessed it that everything was was made witness to it I mean would it also have been like Levon's way of like claiming land like everything on this side of the pillar is mine everything on the other side of the pillar well it's at least restrictive land right like Mm -hmm. I can't cross over maybe I don't know to that extent but even with a restraining order, land becomes like a... You can't get this close to mm-hmm. someone, right? So land plays a part in it in some way. Um, but it is interesting, too, this heap that they have. Seems like there is a stone, and then there's a heap of stones. It's interesting that there's, like, two... At least two different kinds of, like, monuments in this one spot. And that might be working off the fact that, like, throughout the law there's at least always got to be two witnesses and what would the reason for that be in a in a lawful court proceeding 
why would you need two witnesses? To make sure the story checks out. Right? Yeah, because otherwise you could just... If it's just one person's word Great. against another, it can be complete lies. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, just even... Even yesterday, a city council meeting happened in Jackson Mm -hmm. in which an organization that I work for and founded had a whole bunch of accusations lined up against it uh, to which the statement about these accusations was like, well, one person said it and they said that they heard it firsthand. And I'm like, Okay, can I talk to the person who, who like firsthand experienced it, or do you mean like you met someone who said that someone experienced? Like, what do you know? For me, like I'm like, this is me in a legal court proceeding, not in like a judge or any way, but before city council, listening to someone say they heard something, or met someone, and I'm like, okay, I would appreciate more info on these kinds of things as well. Otherwise, this would be hearsay or at its worst, slander, right? Because like it just spewed that out on the live cam for everyone else to see. And I I like need to know, did this happen or is it just your fears? (laughs) Right. So like you always need the two witnesses and the Bible stands clear on that throughout it as well as like, one person's word is not enough. That's not a good court proceeding. Someone else needs to speak into it as well. And, you know, you hope that two witnesses aren't working together to overthrow something as well, but it's at least better than one. And so for Jacob and Laban, there's two monuments present. There's a heap of stones and there's a pillar. And there's more than one witness bearing witness this happened we in our all-seeing rock minds will remember it so anyways any takeaways if not we're still moving through narrative (laughs) and, and trying to see where the story goes so in the meantime what were your takeaways let us hear about it on the discord if you want to click the link down below and join us there If you want to like, comment, subscribe, and even share this video, we'd appreciate it. And go find a rock. And have a little chat with it. That's my takeaway today. The all-seeing eye rock, huh? The all-seeing... I don't... I don't... Hey!